Hello and welcome to St. Paul's United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. I'm Pastor Mike Agnew, and it's great to have you listening to our sermons this way. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can find out more about us by going to our website at www.cherokeemethodist.com. I enjoy parades. As a kid, I remember each September, there was a parade in Hamburg, Iowa, where I grew up. It was Popcorn Day, and they had a parade on Popcorn Day, and I loved watching the loud fire engines and the bands in particular. Now, as an adult, I still go to quite a few parades with my daughter in the summer, usually, and some things have changed. For instance, it seems like they give out way more candy than they ever did when I was a kid. But parades remain mostly the same. There are bands and floats and vehicles and horses. And a parade is usually always an occasion for celebration. Well, the parade on Palm Sunday was no different in that regard. But in all other aspects, it was different. In this parade, there's only one entry. It's Jesus. And he's not riding on anything glamorous like a convertible or a huge fire engine. Jesus is riding on a donkey. Not the main attraction most would look for in a parade, And so if you were to ask me if this parade was a celebration, I'd have to say, it really depends on who you ask. If you were to ask the disciples or the crowds that had gathered, the answer would be yes. The Messiah had come, the chosen one who would lead Israel as a king. Back in, they remember back in their glory days, King David, who was kind of a pattern of what they wanted to see in the present day. They'd had many other kings, but none as good as David in their minds. And after the kings, they were attacked by a foreign nation and went into exile for a period of time. Eventually, they were able to return to their land, but things were never the same. They were never really free. They were always oppressed. And so they were awaiting the time when God would make them great again, like in the days of King David. They based their hopes on Scripture itself and on the promise made to David that he would always have a king on the throne. But yet, there was no king on the throne, so they knew that this had to be fulfilled. So on this day, during this Palm Sunday parade, they were celebrating. They were celebrating because by riding a donkey, Jesus was purposefully fulfilling a prophecy in the Hebrew Scriptures in the Old Testament about the Messiah or the Chosen One. So he had already declared himself to be the Messiah before, but now he's publicly proclaiming it while going into the capital city of Jerusalem during the holiest holiday of the Jewish year, the Passover, which is in itself a celebration of liberation from slavery in Egypt. So there's so many echoes going on here that it really makes sense as to why they would be celebrating. And so they were gathering around him, waving these palm branches, which palm branches themselves were a sign of liberation, when Judas Maccabeus and the Maccabean family led the Jewish people to freedom over their oppressors in the time between the Old and the New Testaments, they waved palm branches, so they became a symbol of victory. So, you know, people, they came with all kinds of expectations. Maybe some of them were thinking of King David. Maybe some of them were thinking of Judas Maccabeus. But in any case, they viewed this this as Jesus proclaiming himself to be their king. And so they're saying, Hosanna, which means save us, which in their context would mean save us from Rome. 
In other words, bring on the fight. So if you were to ask the disciples or the crowds, they would say, yes, this was a celebration. But if you were to ask Jesus, he might view things a little differently. Jesus knew what the people thought. He knew they desired civil rebellion against the Roman occupancy. But Jesus also knew his purpose was greater than this moment in history. We see a glimpse of this when we read on in the scripture. The original scripture story is told in Luke 19, 28 through 40, but I'm going to start at 41. It says, as Jesus came to the city and observed it, he wept over it. He said, if only you knew on this day of all days the things that lead to peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. The time will come when your enemies will build fortifications around you, encircle you, and attack you from all sides. They will crush you completely, you and the people within you. They won't leave one stone on top of another within you because you didn't recognize the time of your gracious visit from God. You see, Jesus did not come to be a king like in their past. He came to fulfill the grand will of God for all humanity. His will contained, started in the promise given to Abraham back in Genesis to bless the world. And although Israel had failed, Jesus would not. But his kingdom was different than all the other kingdoms because his kingdom was not of this world. And he's interested in saving us all from our sin, not just some people from their foreign oppressors. And Jesus rode into Jerusalem knowing full well that death lie ahead. And he also knew that shortly after his death in 70 AD, Rome would come in and destroy Jerusalem, which is what he was warning them about and why he was weeping. So for Jesus, this parade was bittersweet at best. Because you see, there was another parade that would come that same week, but unlike this one. You see, within the short span of less than a week, Jesus would be betrayed, arrested, and condemned to die. Condemned to protect the religious establishment and to keep peace with the Romans. So by Friday, Jesus would be in another parade. But this time, instead of riding a donkey, he would be walking after being beaten and bloodied. Some accounts have him carrying the cross, while others have someone else carrying it for him. The Roman soldiers are escorting him while people watch along the way. Some are saddened while others are cheering or jeering. This parade would take the disciples and followers by surprise. They didn't see it coming. This was a parade of death. Or a parade of Roman power, depending on your perspective. But for Christians, it's more than either of these things. It's a parade that shows the humility and determination of Jesus at the same time. I'm reminded of Philippians chapter 2 verses 6 through 6 through 11. It says this. Speaking of Jesus, it says, "Though he was in the form of God, he did not consider being equal with God something to exploit, but he emptied himself by taking the form of a slave and by becoming like human beings. When he found himself in the form of a human, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross." Therefore, God highly honored him and gave him a name above all names, so that at the name of Jesus, everyone in her, in heaven, on earth, and under the earth might bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. You see, it's a parade that will ultimately lead to God's victory at the empty tomb. 
I still like parades because they either celebrate something or point ahead towards something good. And although a lot of bad things happened between Palm Sunday and Easter, good ultimately overshadowed the bad, life ultimately overshadows death. Your Holy Week is the holiest week of the year in the Christian calendar. And at St. Paul's United Methodist Church, we are celebrating or observing the events. I don't know that it's all celebrating, but observing the events of Holy Week with a number of different opportunities. On Thursday, we have our Maundy Thursday service at 7 p.m. On Good Friday, we have a service at 7 p.m. as well. Both of those services will be live-streamed if you are unable to be here and would like to tune in. Then on Easter morning, we have an early service at 8 o'clock in the morning. That one will uh, not be live-streamed. And then that will be followed by a brunch from approximately 8.45 until 10 10 a.m. And then at 10.10, we'll have our regularly scheduled Easter worship service. So I hope you can partake in these in one form or another. But as I said, this is the most important week of the Christian calendar. A time when we look to the sorrow of the cross with the hope of the resurrection. That's why they call it Good Friday after all. Because after death comes resurrection. Amen. God bless and have a great week.